can't wait to talk to Paul Reiser. He's coming to Mount Vernon, March the 3rd, Knox Memorial Theater. Get tickets, paulreiser.com. So let's talk to Paul. Paul, how are you? Hello, Paul. Good morning. Good morning. You guys are perky. You're you're awake. We're like two Red Bulls in, man. Yeah. (laughs) Up and at them. Back on the road. I see this is the second leg. This is a pretty uh, lofty tour. You're working hard here, brother. You know, I, it's the fun part. People don't believe me when I tell them. It's like, yeah, it's the stand-up is more fun to me than the Stranger Things or the reboots, any of those. Because you know, people are actually in the room laughing at, at the time. You don't have to wait six months to find out if it's funny. Sure. People are laughing, and it's it's for me. That's what I started doing. It's what I wanted to do. So I'm so happy to get back out on the road. Well, I am a a big big fan, Paul, and I have followed your career for a long time. When I was a kid, well, late teens maybe, you were on the. How many Tonight shows did you do with Johnny? Four thousand. Yeah, <laughs> it was a lot. It I know. Was it was every night. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah, there was a, there was a period in the late '80s, I guess, early night. No, yeah, late '80s that I was I was doing it a lot. At the yeah. time, I don't think I registered uh, that that wasn't normal. He he just somehow we clicked and and he had me on a lot. And you know, for us at our my graduating class of comics or the whole bunch of classes, that was the goal. You can get on with Johnny, and if yeah. Johnny liked you, then you're on your way. So that was always very validating to, to get on there. And the longer, the more I did it, the easier it became. And, and uh, you know, and yeah. the reverence, we used to have such reverence for him. And after a while, we still had the reverence, but it was easy to joke around and, and have fun with him. And he was great. He loved comedians, and he loved to see them do well. You did. Uh, it was more an observation than an actual joke joke, but to this day... Oh, I have if, no jokes. If I... <laughs> which you might hinder a comedy career. Yeah. <laughs> no, you did. used to do the bit about you ever get water in your ear. All right. And then it, it, you forget kind of about it, and then the next day, three days later, whatever, you move a certain way, and then that opens up. I've never yeah. forgotten that. Do you remember that? I do, and I don't imagine. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was well. That was the closest I get to a joke, but it was uh, real. But yeah, it was one of those nice little perks in life that you have to appreciate because sometimes there's little surprises, like when water breaks in your ear after you've been swimming, and then it's suddenly a release, and you're hearing better, and you're going. I didn't even know I was hearing badly. This is fantastic. <laughs> it's it's like orgasmic. It's orgasmic when that yeah, opens you, up. You're, oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to keep be on the lookout for those nice little perks in life. <laughs> PaulRiser.com. Uh, go to Paul's website to get the tickets for the show on March the 3rd. Hey, by the way, I got to mention a show that I saw you in that's not mentioned a lot. I loved Royal Oaks because I love shows that are different and the guy doesn't always get the girl. That was a great show on uh, Amazon Prime. Yeah, uh, Red Oaks. It was called Red Oaks. Red Oaks, Oaks. I'm yeah. sorry. I yeah, got yeah, it right yeah. here. Red Oaks. Red Oaks. Oaks I watched it. Yeah. Season two when we became the king of uh, of Romania. Yeah. Um, Red Oaks. Yeah, that was a lovely little show. <clears throat> about, you know, I, my theme is to do shows that don't get publicized and then just die. That's, that's what I, <laughs> that was a, not, anybody who saw that go, why haven't we heard about this? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I just did a show called, called Reboot on Hulu, which is really, really funny. I'm so happy with it. And Hulu just announced the other day, they're not going to pick up a second season. I said, well, of course not. Cause it was too funny <laughs> and, and I'm, and I'm in it. So we, you know, why, why do a second season? Well, I don't, uh, I don't want to spill. So I, I'm a big fan. Fan. I don't like superhero movies, so I like The Boys. But I ha- I've only watched episode one of the new season. Is is your character 
going to be back, or do they kind of kill you off? Uh, it's a new season. I can't say anything. Uh, it depends what season you're talking I'm about. I'm talking about is season it, three. Season three is the one I'm in, I think. Yes. Are they doing, are you in season four? That I don't know. Okay, they haven't told me. I think they're still writing it, maybe. If, if, they, if, if you're watching it, I can tell you I'm not in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's already out. They talked to somebody at Hulu. And <laughs> yeah, they said, listen, we want to keep this guy down. Let him go to Mount Vernon and tell jokes to people. <laughs> Free up his schedule a bit. Are you still amazed at the amount of fans and people that bring up Mad About You? You know, uh... It, I'll tell you one of the nice things when I got out and doing stand-up after not having been out for, like while we were making Mad About You in the yeah. 90s, I was, I was not out doing stand-up. So years later when I go out and I would meet people and after the show and just chat with people, and I, that was when I kind of first realized the impact. Like, I, I, you know, people, everybody would come up to me or so many people in, in every town and they'd say, this episode was my favorite. My wife and I, we do this joke all the time or gee, we, we got married to your theme song. All these things I went, I had no idea that this was going on, and uh, it was very gratifying to see uh, the impact that it's, it still has, yeah. And you, and you mentioned the theme song. Not many people know this. You actually have a background in music. Is that correct? I did. I was a yeah. music major in college. Wow. Just because it was easy. I already played piano. I went, <laughs> I'll just do this. And, uh, and uh, yeah, so I wrote the theme song, and... and uh, you know, people, I've heard that a bunch, that people got married to, which is very, uh, know, it's just a nice yeah. feeling, you know, to be in, I uh, wasn't invited to the weddings, but at least they <laughs> played the song. That was important. Hey, as a, we're a rock station, what was the first vinyl rock album you bought and wore out on the turntable? Oh, interesting. Well, certainly... Uh, I have I have an older sister who so she was the got into the Beatles so that was those were the first records that I saw and then I got into what did I I got into a lot of blues I got into a lot of like and Motown and James Brown sure. I think it, there was a James Brown live album I think it was live at uh, at at uh, well, at the Roxy I've been in California too long the Apollo live at the Apollo I think was one of the first ones that I wore down. You know, it's not really uh, a pretty thing to see a nine-year-old white kid try and do James Brown around the house. That's, <laughs> that's just not happening. But I gave it my best shot. <laughs> Who was the comedian in the same question, only with a comic? When you were that uh, coming of age there, was it was your Bob Newhart fan? Were you? Who, who was uh, you know... Uh, it was probably, it was largely George Carlin, Carlin and, Robert, yeah. and Robert Klein. You know, I did a show, if anybody has uh, Peacock, they can find, there's a show I did about, mm, I don't know if I can't remember, five years ago, six years ago, called There's Johnny. And I, I wrote it, and I'm not in it. And it's, it takes place at the Tonight Show in 1972, sort of behind the scenes. And we, it's, it that was... And at that time, I was, whatever, 15, 16. And that was where you see all your favorites. And I, on a Tuesday, you know, school night, I'd stay up quietly in right. my room and Same. watch. And I'd only watch it to see my favorite comics. It was George Carlin, Robert Klein. So we were doing the show. We were using the clips from the actual Tonight Show. We would drop them into our show. Oh. And so we had we had the keys to the vault so we could go go and you know, pick any clips we liked. So I was watching, it was like a kid in the candy store. I'd say, well, let me see. I think George Carlin was on in the fall of 72 and we'd find it. And 
what amazed me is that I remembered these bits and these performances, even though I hadn't seen it in 40-whatever years, because it was so... You know, you had to, you couldn't record it. You had to stay up and watch it. Yeah. So every, everything back then was a little more important to you. It stayed. So I totally remember these performances. Steve Martin when he was when he's before he had white hair. You know, Steve Martin would come out on Johnny and just kill. Yeah, David uh, Steinberg was a big part of that. Kelly Monteith. I remember all those guys. Yeah, David Brenner was on. It seemed every twelve minutes David he was Brenner. on a lot. Uh, yeah, so those guys, and as a kid, I don't know that I had a conscious thought of, I'm going to do that, but it was sort of a fantasy. Uh, and to this day, I mean, people say, why do you like doing stand-up? I said, I, I, I kind of, every time I go up, I remember being a kid going, this is the coolest job. I get to show up in a town, go to a theater, make people laugh, and then we go home. There's nothing complicated. We just have a good time. And I've never been to Mount Vernon, Ohio, so this will be a first. Very excited. Hey, uh, with your career and your great stand-up and a, and a great actor as well, we were talking about this the other day about guys. I think it was Kevin Costner's birthday, and he was a bad guy in a couple movies. So we were talking about actors who can be good guys and bad guys, like Ed Harris. And you were a bad yeah. guy in Aliens. Is that the only movie you're a bad guy? Because you're such a likable person. And you you, know, you, say, you say bad. I say misunderstood. <laughs> <laughs> but, Def, define bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah listen. Listen, a workplace accident, that's going to happen anywhere. You know? uh, <laughs> yeah, hiding hiding aliens yeah, from there. Yeah. I didn't know that. I had, Believe me, when I found out that Sigourney Weaver and the little, little girl were behind that door, I was mortified. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but is that the only time in your career where you've had a quote-unquote play the bad guy? Well, uh, you know, I, I, I enjoy playing. You know, it's fun to, in, in any role, to find the parts that are not so attractive and see if you can make them seem real. You know, like the show Reboot, you know, it was like, I played the guy who created the original show that's being rebooted and he doesn't want it to be changed. And so there's a lot of tension. And it's like, he's not a bad guy, but he's, I love ruffling the feathers. It's like, and and when you can get away with it, you know, by doing it with humor, that's that's what makes it really fun. You don't want to just be the nice guy. Yeah. uh, You know, it was a... Was a great role, Paul. Was uh, albeit small. Was your that curb your enthusiasm experience? That had to be a riot to film. Yeah, I just did that one time, and yeah. I got a call like on a Tuesday. Can you come in tomorrow <laughs> and just play with Larry? And you know, there's no script. Larry just comes. Larry David says, "I'm going to walk over to your table, and I'm going to ask you about you know so and so, and just you start talking." Like, <laughs> okay, and and I. And, and it worked. That was, you know, oh, I, didn't, so I, didn't, I didn't look this up, and I'm sure I could, but that wasn't your wife, right? Or they have an actress? Or no, was it they had an actress who was actually the wife of the director. Uh, okay. Enough, who was an but, but for people, you know, but they said, they gave her a different name, but they said it was my wife, and they would, so people were coming up to go, hey, that's, people who know me went, that wasn't your wife. I, went, I know, <laughs> it's television. Yeah, because that's one of the, and there's so many good Curb episodes, but that's the one I think there was like a, Larry thought there was a terrorist attack, and he had inside info, and somehow your wife found out, and then he Larry told your wife about <laughs> Alanis Morissette's lyrics or something like that. Something like yeah. that. Yeah, you good know, stuff. If, if you try and describe any episode of Curb, it's mind-blowing. Like, he, what? <laughs> what? Alanis Morissette and, and, a, and a terrorist attack is a sh- how do you make that happen? But it's great. He, you know, he 
they're brilliant, those shows. Well, great. get your tickets, paulreiser.com, Mount Vernon, March the 3rd. Hey, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, the problem with people. You write, you produce, you star in Ireland. When's that coming out? That's going to come out in the fall. I'm, we're just finishing editing it, and it's... Uh, I I once I went to Ireland about years ago, and I just always wanted to go back and make a movie there. It was just so beautiful. So I wrote this movie, and it's about two cousins, one on the American side of their family and one on the Irish side who've, who have never met. But there's been a feud between the two sides of the family going back to three generations. And the Irish guy calls me out of the blue and says, look, we never met, but why don't we settle this thing and be, you know, make peace? So I fly to Ireland, and it goes very badly. <laughs> oh, that's a good premise, though. Good premise. And so, so yeah, so the question becomes, what is the problem with people that no matter how small you make the sample group, they're going to fight about something? And uh, it's a really funny comedy, and I'll come back and talk about it when we know when it's coming out exactly. Absolutely. Right. Keep awesome. us posted. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, guys. See you.